Yo, what's up? I'm Ria. I'm Kileto. Kudzai. Lorenzo. Nzako. And I'm Ofenzi. Welcome to YMSU. Young Men Stand Up. A Christian-based podcast. Dedicated to reaching the unreached. And teaching the untaught. And this is the YMSU podcast. Yo, 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 what it is, what it is, what it is. My name is Rhea and this is the YMSU podcast. Man, today I'm joined by the homie Skeleto as well as Ntako. Homies, just before we jump into everything um, that we have in store in preparation for the listeners, all our listeners out there in podcast land. Homies, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and say what's up to the people. Um, I'm going to let Skeleto go first, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rhea. Hey, what's up to the listeners out there? Thank you very much for joining us today, whichever day it is for you. But yeah, uh, hopefully our words are going to touch you. And yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is in Tintaka, yeah. And yeah, this this is about to be a really powerful meeting, you know. I yes, can, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, when you took the mic and... and and you came on and you put on the bass. I don't know. What that... <laughs> I don't know what that was for. I don't know what that was for. But um, but yeah, Kelito, did you giggling? <laughs> um, but yeah, without further ado, I want to jump straight. I do. That's why I laugh. I can't. <laughs> oh man! Without further ado, I want to jump into uh, today's installment. Um, and I think I just want to, you know, before we jump into, before we jump into today's conversation, I just want to give the homies from last week a shout out, yo, Ofente, Kudzai, and, who's that other homie? Lorenzo. Lorenzo. <laughs> Dude, that homie mustn't hear this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just want to give those homies a shout out from last week because I feel like, I really do believe that those guys put down a fire word. They put down something practical, especially for the kids out there, you know, dealing with addiction and talking about it. It's a conversation that a lot of the time we don't have, you know, and because we keep it in secret, because we keep our, our problems, our, you know, our, 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 our fall shorts in the dark, that's, that's why they have so much power, you know? So I want to give a shout out to those homies because they, they brought a topic to light that a lot of people need to start having more often. You know, they brought that conversation to the surface and I believe personally it changed me. Um, if it if it spoke to you guys, please do hit us up, share with us your testimonies. We would love to hear from you guys. But yeah, very powerful episode. And Saka, what are your thoughts, Doc? Yeah, bro, that was a conversation that really needed to be had. It's a conversation that not enough of us guys speak about. There's always this shame or fear that we have around sharing stuff like that. That we have to keep it in the dark. That episode. I feel like it definitely allowed a lot more people to be more open about whatever addictions they may have and how to tackle those addictions. I love that they didn't just discuss addictions, but they also spoke about how they conquer those addictions. Word, word, word. That's very powerful. And you know, obviously, we know the scripture very well. We know the scripture, uh, Revelation 12 verse 11. That's how you overcome. It's through the word of your testimony and the application of the blood of Jesus. That's the only way that you overcome by speaking your testimony, sharing about the things that have pulled you down, the things that have happened in your life and speaking them out because that's how you give other people power. As, as you take that weight off of your shoulders by bringing it to the light, you inspire other people. 
you know, hey, Nkele, dude, I, I got to let you speak right now. But the scripture came to mind right now. I think it's in Acts. I think it's in Acts chapter, Acts chapter 16. You know, when Paul, Paul and the homie Silas, they were, they were in jail, bro. <laughs> oh, man, those guys are going through it, dog. <laughs> those guys are going through it, man. They were having a tough time. And, you know, they were, they were in jail. They were persecuted for, for standing for God. They were persecuted and they were put in jail for actioning out their faith, you know. And it was in the jail cell. You know, it was in their, their, their confinement. It was in them being held up and kept captive, you know, by the jail cell, that God was able to enter into that jail cell and do a miracle and set people free. I mean, you hear or you read in the scripture that as they started praising God, there was a violent earthquake that came about. It shook the prison doors, the doors fell, and everyone was in disbelief. Not the doors, the, 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 the jail cells. I don't know. I haven't been in jail. Whatever. I I haven't been in jail. I wouldn't know. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. They fell and the security, not the security guard, the prison guard, sorry, the prison guard, he he went to Paul and he says to Paul, you know, what do I need to do to be saved? You know, and it was in Paul's confinement. It was in Paul being like held up by his situation. You know, that God was able to enter in and still have people saved. And I think that's the biggest message that for me, that that I got from last week's message, that those guys, the homies from last week, they were able to, in their addiction, in their situation, in their confinement, in them being like locked up and and barred up by the darkness that surrounded them, whether it was uh, pornography and 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 lust, masturbation, uh, alcoholism, drug addiction, whatever it is, they were still able to be used by God, and God was still able to touch and affect um, many many people through their lives. So yeah, I think. I think for me that was the biggest thing. But yeah, Kelito, bro, I promise to let you speak. So I, let me let me let me do that. Let me do that. Go for it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I I feel like you touched a very powerful sense to what they were talking about last week. I mean, like you you hear it every day, right? Sharing is caring. <laughs> so sharing really is caring, especially when it comes to testimonies. You know what I mean? Because That's whatever cool. you speak, your experiences mostly come with lessons and the lessons that you learn with life are probably going to help the, the next person so guys keep sharing i encourage you to keep sharing and i like how they pointed out that it's very difficult to share a situation with other people as people whenever you hit a mishap sometimes you just feel shame you're like what are what are these people gonna think you know what i mean sometimes mm. you just gotta go on with it like just just let go let people see how you're feeling and then you never know what could come off of that like you might learn something very powerful from a person that you least expected from another thing that Priya touched on is you can't do this alone so a lot of times i think i think i've been one of those people who, who likes to deal with things alone it's not healthy it weighs you down <laughs> you know what i mean it weighs you down mm. so Here's the thing, you could we heard it in the Bible. It's my most favorite verse in the Bible, mostly because we used to repeat it a lot at school. But it was just, it was nice. So it's it's Philippians four verse thirteen it says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." Right? I know which version of the Bible you're reading. It has a little bit of yeah. So you can do everything, but then sometimes God will send somebody there to help you. 
don't be afraid to speak. You never know who that person is. So just find someone you trust and tell them your problems. So yeah, I don't know if Ntago would like to touch on that because I found that very, very powerful. <laughs> Most definitely. You actually, you actually touched on something that I wanted to speak about. And it's that um, being alone, you know, and being fearful, it's a very destructive habit. And that's what addiction is linked to. Addiction is very much linked to that fearful habit because 99% of the time you don't engage in these addictions with other people. 99% of the time you're probably alone when you're doing it. And it is when you're doing it alone it becomes this thing that you only want to share with yourself because you're too afraid to come out and speak about it to other people. There's a stigma, there's a shamefulness attached to it. But also this fear, it's kind of like it's a vicious cycle because it's this fear that drives you to your addictions. And it's these addictions that causes fear and you're just stuck in this loop of you take one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, two steps back because you don't let go of this thing. You don't speak about this thing because you're too afraid. And what you spoke about right now just reminded me of another verse. I'm not sure which verse it is exactly, but it's a very famous verse. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want so on and so forth. But there's one part. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. It is important. It's very important to remember. This is something that Rio taught me as well. It's only a shadow of death. It's not death itself. So even though your situation may seem bad, even though it may seem like you're stuck in this addiction, you're stuck in this loop of fearfulness and being stuck with this addiction and everything. It's not the end. It's not, it's not over for your life. This isn't what your life is is meant out to be for the rest of your life just being addicted to this one thing not being able to move on i think the dictionary definition of addiction is it's a physical dependence on either substance or material or whatever but we need to understand that we are not just physical beings we are spiritual beings having a physical experience so there's there's a spiritual dependence that we need and that's god as it may sound it may sound like corny or whatever but the answer to your addictions is god in whatever form it may seem i know for me what that looks like is if i'm too busy doing the things of god if i'm too busy making disciples if i'm too busy speaking to my disciples if i'm too busy reading the bible or listening to worship or you know just being just loving on people i have no time to be within my addictions once again like i said it's something that you do alone so if you surround yourself with people who are like minded like that who think about not just the physical but the spiritual who have the same spiritual dependence on god you won't you won't find yourself in those addictions and i don't know Really, do you want you want to you want to touch on that? <laughs> um, well, well, thanks, Pastor. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I yeah, like what um, what Ntako was saying, man, it's 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 incredibly powerful. 
you know just this time that we get to spend like recording the podcast just being in fellowship and being with other kingdom minded people it it helps it personally it helps me out with so much you know it it pulls my head out the gutter you know if i think that my degree is doing a lot if i think that i'm going through difficulties you know just speaking to other kingdom minded people it pulls me back into purpose and it 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 forces me back into loving god therefore loving people you know just this time spending time with other um people who are in the church it's it it's incredible and i think it's something that many people nowadays especially the young people we take for granted but that that was that was just like a sidebar um i think one thing that Nzako said that was very powerful was you know god doesn't want to leave you in your addiction you know he doesn't want to he doesn't want to he's not happy seeing you in your struggle i mean he wasn't happy with seeing paul and the homie Silas chilling in that cell that's why he was like nah pull up and wreck with the earthquake you know <laughs> um and i mean we see it in the old testament god went and he did a madness in egypt you know he pulled all the israelites out of egypt cuz he was like nah it doesn't it doesn't bring god's heart joy it doesn't it doesn't excite him it doesn't doesn't pleasure him to see his beloved in chains to see his beloved in 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 trials and tribulations and and in addiction especially you know because it's just as Ntako said you know it's just fear you know fear of stepping out what are they going to say about me and you know personally for me i know it was pornography and lust it was a big thing you know it was it was a big thing and my thought was that or oh, why i could never share and i struggled with the addiction for oh, how old am i now <laughs> um i think i struggled with it for like yo for a long time since i was in like primary school i struggled with it for forever and it was just i couldn't come out because it was like real you're too cool for this you know especially as a young man my my image and my reputation was you know that was my biggest concern no what are the girls going to think of me what are the other guys going to think of me you know what are the people even when i got to church what are the leaders in church going to think of me i'm here and i'm still struggling with this you know it was a big fear that that crippled me and that again it kept me just it pushed me back into that corner to to dealing with it and trying to find the strength to deal with it by myself but i think the most beautiful thing of it all is that you see the israelites they didn't fight to get out You see Paul and Silas they didn't fight to get out. The same way that you don't have to fight to get out because God will break the chain for you. God will be the one to set you free. Like Ntako was saying, Jesus is the answer. So when you let Jesus into your heart and you give your struggle, you give your burden and you put the fear aside and you let Jesus break those chains. Oh man, then you like Paul and the ho- you like Paul and that homie who just walk out the prison cell, you know? And you like you know, you like fresh out the shower. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like strength renewed like that of an eagle. What? No, it's you. But you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. Um Big Homie Kelso, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel very strongly on what you just said. You're not a slave to sin. Jesus has already paid for all your sins, bro. You know what I mean? You're not a slave to addiction. You're replenishable. <laughs> Let's say it like yes, that. Yes, sir. If you have a rot anywhere in your personality, you can simply just break it off, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I think one of the things that Rhea said that sort of touched me is that the fear of coming out with just sin. It's it's overwhelming, you know what I mean? In my experience, so from school, 
I had a group of friends. They were fun to be around. You know what I mean? They were very fun <laughs> to be around. But like, you couldn't tell them anything because they would literally belittle you for what you just said. So it's. I really hope they don't listen to this because they'd be pressed. <laughs> But like we, we used to laugh at each other for things like lust and stuff like that. I guess that's probably one of the reason I didn't like I didn't fall into it. But it wasn't necessarily a safe environment because I couldn't talk about it whenever I experienced challenges. You know what I mean? In the same way, you should not be able to reach out to people. Be open as well. Be able to like. Speak to another person, hear his side of the story, tell him your side of the story. Let it be an open conversation. You know what I mean? Don't necessarily put the other person down because of how you see uh, the the thing that they're going through. Be free with them. Be open to them, and you never know. Like maybe you might be battling with the same thing without even realizing it. I know if the other gents would like to touch on this because they. Getting a little bit too personal right now. Yeah, bro. I think I think that's something that you spoke on. That's developed into something very ugly that we see now in society. You know, the whole the whole thing of you know you bring your problems or you you confess your your sins and you exp- you you find yourself vulnerable in front of your. Well, I'm gonna speak about my male counterparts because, like, you know, I'm a dude. So I wouldn't know what it feels like to be a woman speaking to women, but I know with men speaking to men, as soon as you bring out your fear, your your addiction, your problems, you are, um, you know, you're looked down upon. When you do the, not necessarily even the right thing, but when you do the thing that's contrary to popular belief or that's, you know, that stands against the the status quo, you know, um, when you stand for that, then a lot of men will ridicule you, and a lot of men will put you down. And you know, it's 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 what's the word? It's snowballed. That's the word. Amen. Yeah. It's snowballed into something so ugly now because we're sitting with the issue of gender-based violence in South Africa, you know, and 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 violence against women, and it's it's ridiculous because men are too scared to speak about how women should be treated. Men are too scared to stand up and do something amongst their perpetrator friends, amongst amongst their friends who. Um, Do who are not what's what's the word? I was gonna say I was gonna say victims, but the men are victims. But you understand the perpetrators. You know, men are too scared to speak up against the the their perpetrator friends. You know, and all that does is that it doesn't help the problem. Mm. The same way that you know ridiculing other men about their addiction and about the things that they're going through, it just increases the fear and it just keeps. That problem in darkness, and it's the same with gender-based violence. If men don't have the courage to stand up to do something about the problem because of the the fear of, if I do the right thing, what are these manly men that I associate with gonna think of me? It's something that it starts it starts off when we're young, and it starts off when we don't see it, you know. And I believe that that's how the devil comes in. That's what it says in John ten verse ten that the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I, Jesus. Um, have come to give you life and life more abundantly. You know that the devil will come in at a young age to steal away the the peace and the joy. You know that you could bring in life from a young age through addiction, through fear, and all of that. Yeah, no, best believe I can ramble. So I want to cut it there. I want to ask Intako <laughs> to go in for us. Yeah, man, we definitely 
especially among us gents we're, we're definitely there's definitely a problem we don't speak about this enough we've come to the point where rather than rather than addressing issues such as addiction or whatever or behavior towards women and everything we we kind of encourage or we create a safe space for people who engage in stuff like gender-based violence and addictions you know misogyny and stuff like this you know just just viewing women in general as sexual beings rather than human beings we've come to a place where we've created a safe space for those people to thrive rather than creating a healthy environment for homies to talk about issues like this rejection especially in my own experience i've experienced a lot of rejection amongst women but i've never had a safe space to speak about this amongst guys cuz obviously that's just something especially when you're young it's just something that you're ridiculed about like oh you try to talk to that girl go baba so on and so forth you know and it's those little foxes that grow into these demons that haunt people's lives part of the reason why we're facing this gender based violence issue to begin with is because stuff like pornography or rejection or behavior towards women was never addressed at a young age but rather you know your friends your guy friends would rather ridicule yourself about it so you started to create this anger towards you know the people associated and the first thing you can think about is women you know so yeah we definitely and i i hope this i hope this touches all the young men listening to this right now we definitely need to create a safe space for these types of discussions because if we don't speak about it it's only going to get worse a lot of people can argue the whole not all men thing and everything but if it doesn't apply to you it doesn't apply to you rather than focusing on trying to clear your own name or trying to hide your own bums or whatever why don't you just create a better space to learn or allow men to to do better you know a lot of people say just do better but like actually do better you know if you see a rant on twitter about some man don't don't like try to dispute it or whatever rather rather try to figure out what the issue is and why women are so angry I mean it's pretty obvious but it's definitely a discussion we need to have amongst men. Yo, Kelito, bro, it seems that we are running out of time. Um so I just want to ask you for your closing remarks um and anything that you have to say in conclusion. Don't be too hard on yourself. That's one of the things that we sometimes um forget to remember. <laughs> Let me just say forget that the year. But like yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. because as people we normally set out a character in our mind and our minds that we want to portray to the world it's not necessarily like that your character is fluid just it just depends on a person who's viewing you how my mother sees me is not necessarily how the person on the street is going to see me they don't know me don't focus as much on the character what i did on my life is i said i said values in my life i said things that i told myself I would never do. I just and they keep changing as I grow up because the world is developing. Yes, but there's things that I told myself like I'm never going to do this. And it's not like I try to 
get away from the whole idea of having a persona as much as possible because you put your, all these pressures on you you wear all this weight on you trying to impress other people in a way just speak out if you have a problem don't try to be iron man or anything we're not superheroes we're only human just be yourself and be a person basically we're not we're not superheroes as i said so yeah i think that's the last thing i wanted to say thanks for the talk thanks. I'd, I'd, I'd shout out, shout out. Thank you so much. Keleto, uh, um, I don't do this like ever, actually. <laughs> I don't do this ever, but I just felt like in my heart, you know, that there's a scripture that I wanted to read. It says in Matthew, Matthew 11, verse 12, I'm reading from the NIV. It says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been, subje- has been subjected to violence and violent people have been raiding it. If you read in the different translations, it also says that the kingdom of God it advances at the hands of violent men and women. And today, I want to charge all the young men that are listening out here in wherever you guys are, really. But I want to challenge you guys. And I want to charge you guys, you know, to address the issues that we are dealing with as a society, to address the issues um, that we are dealing with as uh, as a people, really globally, violently. To set up the next generation, to make a world, to make the world a better place, to stand up for Jesus, to fight for the kingdom of God, and to be bold about the gospel. Um, I want to challenge and I want to charge all the young men out there to stand up and to do something bold for Christ, to do something bold that's gonna last, to do something that will help the next generation. As Kelezo was saying, to generate a safe space where we can harbor these conversations and we can have these and, and we can have these talks as men. But not for not for Kumbaya's sake, not for a Holy Spirit party, you know, not for a giggle or two, not for a goosebump, but to actively change the world. Because that's what this is about, and that's what this community was. This was that's what this community was built for. So if that's you and you would like to join us in our violent raid to advance the kingdom of God and to share the gospel and to continue to generate safe spaces for for the world really please do contact us we would love to be in contact with you and we'd love to hear your testimony so please do feel free contact us if there is anything that you guys would like to speak about we are open and we are very very friendly gentlemen <laughs> so without further ado um i'm gonna ask Kentako just to say goodbye to our viewers you know i said viewers i think i said viewers last time <laughs> no one's viewing bro <laughs> No one's being. I'm gonna ask him <laughs> to say goodbye to the listeners, and yeah, from me until next time. Yeah, yeah, this was a very healthy discussion. This was very. What's the word I'm looking for? It was a very constructive discussion. And to those of you who have listened so far, I'm so glad that you've made it this far, and I hope you've learned something from what we have spoken today. And yeah, I'm very excited to hear your opinions and your thoughts and how this has affected you and yeah that's that's it for me i really pray that all the things we said right now go to your heart and potentially change your life in a good way you know what i mean thank you so much for listening to us bye